Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by Mizzou Athletic Director Jim Sterk on the day that Mizzou football officially launched their fall camp today. Jim, we always appreciate the time. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, thanks. Yeah, it is a great day. Um, a lot of lot of activity, and and it's great to. Great to have our mob practicing. So let's start with this, Jim, because we know last week there was a ton of news across college football. Where is the SEC right now? Where is Mizzou right now in terms of we know what the decision is right now? Uh, how how steadfast do you believe that this conference is in playing a college football season this fall? Well, we've been consistently from the start. Uh, they put a great task force, medical task force together, and we've taken advice from from them throughout since March, basically. And, and so the, the goal was to get to this point and, uh, and, and move on into the season. And, and so far they've helped us navigate, uh, put together some great protocols and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of huge effort from the, the doctors. We have our, our Dr. Witt here that's on the task force and he's an immunologist and uh, really well respected. And so he, he's been, um, we're going to owe him a lot. They, I think he'll once this is all done, he'll probably disappear for a couple months. But he's uh, he's been on um, some days seven Zoom calls um, with the SEC, with the campus. He's helped navigate that, and then he, I think he's also on a group that the governor utilizes. And so um, great advice. We have that resource here, and and we're able to to move forward. And so we're we're at a a, a point where. You know, we're continuing to move forward until we don't. And, and, and so uh, we're, we're at practice. We're, uh, we've, we've had uh, student athletes on campus uh, way back, I think it was June 8th or so, when they started to, to, started to condition. And, and we've, we've had students on campus as well, uh, vet med students and other research students on campus as well. So um, we've been navigating. We've had some positive, but able to, to trace and control and, and test. And so I think we're, we're in as good a place as we can be, but um, also ready to pivot if we need to. Yeah, Jim, I can tell you why. I mean, we're pulling for you guys. Certainly we're very excited for this season to happen. 
And yeah, I guess what would be the biggest challenge, though, that lies ahead for not just your program, but the SEC now in general on a day-to-day basis? What's the biggest challenge presenting itself to you guys, knowing that you know the the rosters are so huge and the schools themselves have a lot of kids that attend the schools, and just wondering how you guys are preparing for all that and making sure that hey, everybody stays healthy. Yeah, and and that's the the goal, and and so um, you know, I, I it's been interesting. I've I've watched um, high school football open up in Missouri, and I I check with my counterparts across the SEC. You know, some had scrimmages a week ago already, and so uh, the high schools are are in uh, in practicing. And then the other thing that I I think we all need to monitor is is how the how all the students coming back to campus, and and can they you know, socially distance, can they be, um, can they act, act smartly about this? And, and so um, we were all 18 to 20 year olds and invincible. And so that, that's a concern, I guess, is, is how we, um, we, how that all ha- uh, occurs. Is there spikes? Um, obviously there'll be some with all those students coming back to campuses, but can they be controlled and, and can they be uh, effectively mitigated? Um, and, and we got the, the best advice I heard from our, our doc was, you know, just treat everyone as if outside your social circle uh, that they have COVID and that's the safest you can be. And, and I think our student athletes have done a really, really good job. We haven't had huge outbreaks. We've, we've had, you know, um, bumps along the road, but we've been able to move forward uh, to this point in time. We're talking with Mizzou Athletic Director Jim Sterk here on 101 ESPN. Jim, I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures from over the weekend at Alabama. They were certainly concerning to a lot of us on the outside looking in, but as somebody in your position where you're doing everything you possibly can right now, I would imagine, to try to keep these athletes safe, what was your reaction if you did see those pictures over the weekend of all of the kids congregating with seemingly basically no masks out as they were arriving back on campus? Yeah, we're, um, you know, our, our athletes in, um, you know, the some of the pro teams are in bubbles and we're kind of in an umbrella. You know, we've got this umbrella of protocols and things, but but if, if someone, you know, steps underneath that umbrella that, that, that is infected, it, it, it is, it'll, uh, it'll impact us greatly. And so you, you saw um, their athletics director, Greg Byrne, you know, reach out on Twitter, hey, folks, we need you to, you know, mask up. And he was really pushing, pushing for them to act more responsibly and, and uh, hopefully they can control it there. You know, Jim, someone that has been acting very responsibly and trying to pass the message on has been Coach Drink. I think that he's been very straightforward with his message to not just the, his players, but anybody who's a Mizzou fan, the the general public that just pay attention. And so based on that, you know, the, the Coach Drink experiment so far, I mean, we've seen this guy just knocking it out of the park with some of his recruiting. Is any of that a surprise to you? Now, obviously, I know you guys hired him and you knew what you were getting into, but in my opinion, I think he's definitely he's done a fantastic job so far. Yeah, and and as fantastic as a job as you can, you know, before really having a an opportunity in a in a normal environment um, and with practices and and a normal season, and so um, we we got dealt a card, you know, a week or so ago on the on the schedule that's one of the toughest, if not the toughest, in the in the country, and so. 
um, that that's a challenge. But I think he's he's up for the challenge. He's a, he's a great leader. Uh, engages our student athletes, and they're they're real, and and our coaches are are really behind um, his efforts. And I, I I couldn't be more pleased in how he's handled things to date, and and how he's how he's continuing to move the program forward. Uh, Jim, I've got to ask you. He's brought it up. The you guys getting LSU and Alabama from the SEC West in this new cross division. The the two games that they added to every schedule. There was a report that there was a contentious call on Zoom between SEC coaches last week. I'd just be curious. What was your reaction whenever you saw Alabama and LSU were the two teams that Mizzou was going to pull this year from the other conference or the other division? Well, it, it didn't surprise me, and that would shock some. But I just, I just felt, and I, I had joked, and you know, tongue in cheek a little of, hey, you know, we're going to get Alabama and and, and LSU, um, and and just that's how it happened. We we haven't seen how it was, you know, the all the rankings and how all the 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 metrics behind it, but um, but yeah, the, the uh, it was a surprise, um, but but not totally unexpected. I got to ask you one question about the positive test because we, we all hope that Mizzou football, the SEC as a whole, all these college football teams that decide to play this fall, we, we hope and pray that there are no positive tests all fall, but we know how this virus works and sometimes it can get itself into some of these teams and then you've got a problem. We saw here locally with the St. Louis Cardinals, they had one positive test and that became 16, 17, 18, and then they were shut down for two weeks. Jim, how do you guys deal with a positive test if you get one inside of that locker room and one of your players does test positive? What What is the immediate protocol of what happens next after a player were to test positive? Well, obviously we, we notify the, the CDC and they, they're actually notified anyway of any positive test, but we also have uh, cooperated with them and our, our trainers are, are working with them and, and acting as kind of pre-tracers, if you will, and, and get, gathering as much information as you can and, and obviously isolating and then isolating the, the folks. We've, we've had a positive test and then roommates, you know, are, are quarantined for 14 days. And so you, you have those kinds of situations that we've already been through um, that will will be obviously implemented uh, as we as we move forward you want to minimize them as much as you can but it, it's happening across the country and the world and so we've it's a reality that we'll have some but we have to be ready to do that um, hopefully you you catch it and you you uh, and and we've we've been really careful um, you know practices masking um, we test we also um, test symptoms if you will every day so even even I have my little wristband on that you know as I walk into my office we have someone testing temperature oxygen level um, and then and then symptoms asking that and so the university overall have an app that tracks that and and feed information to but but um, we've been trying to be as careful as we can and and you just try it it is a terrible virus but it's it's a virus and you you've got to try to control it as best you can we know here locally we learned with the cardinals outbreak that even when you test positive there are there is a time period before then and we've learned so much about this jim <laughs> over the last yeah. few weeks yeah. with Isn't this it amazing what we all know now it's it's yeah. absurd the, the, but we have learned so much about this incubation period right that's kind of been the buzzword around here 
here is, okay, so before you tested positive, you could even have the, you can be a carrier of the virus. You can transmit that to other players that you've come in contact with. And now you've got four or five others that you don't know about yet that are, they have the virus, but they're not testing positive. And so I, I'm just curious, Jim, if you have a player that does end up testing positive and let's say it's an offensive lineman and they've gone up against defensive linemen at practice over the course of that week, do you then have to shut things down for a period of five to seven days or however long it is that the CDC recommends now because you could potentially have that transmitting amongst the team even before they test positive? You know, now you're drilling down into the medical where, you know, I'm, uh, I, I've stayed at a, a Motel 6, but I don't know everything <laughs> about it. Um, but, I, you know, uh, we, our, our trainers, as I said, they'll, they'll feed that information to uh, the CDC and, and then they will dictate as far as the, our medical professionals will dictate, you know, who has to be shut down and how, that, how that's handled. But um, I, I feel good about uh, we've had a group. Uh, our repopulation committee that's meet, been meeting twice a week that's spending a lot of time and we have trainers our trainers on there and and docs um, the, the the student health um, doctor dr. Henderson so um, a lot of good people working on that and and they know a heck of a lot more about it than I do but um, I know enough to be dangerous a couple of questions left here for Jim Stirk, the Mizzou Athletic Director here on 101 ESPN. Jim, if you don't mind me asking, what what is the monetary amount, the revenue that is on the line this this fall with football if you assume that there is limited capacity at a maximum for for the games? How much money are we talking about whether you guys have a football season or not that is potentially on the line? You know, um, I, I haven't totaled all of that. If you look at it, it's been reported, you know, what the SEC, you know, sends out each year. But that's that includes the men's basketball tournament and your your shares from that. And so that's, you know, that's in the 40-some million dollar range. Um, um, and then, then you have ticket sales and, and donations that are tied to tickets and things like that. So it, it quickly gets up there, um, you know, in, into that, that higher level and, and, um, you know, I, ha- I haven't put a, a pencil to, okay, if we shut completely down, what is it going to be? It's, it's a huge range of, of you know, if, if, we can, if we don't have football in the fall and move it to spring, you know, what does that look like? And, and um, it'll be impacted, but how much we're not sure as far as television revenue and things like that. So uh, those are all things to be worked out, but, but it's, a, it's a big range, you know, from – from 40 to, you know, to 60 to $70 million in revenue that would be different from last year. And so those are um, significant dollars that we'd have to, we'd have to deal with. Last question for you is we're talking with the Mizzou athletic director, Jim Sterk. Jim, for, for any Mizzou fans that are hoping to see fo- football this fall, what needs to happen between now and the first week of the season for us to actually be able to watch the Missouri Tigers take the field? I think that that everyone stays vigilant on on the masking that we they they do that and and there will be there will be outbreaks and there will be increases but we need to keep it keep it down at a level that that is manageable and so that that it's not a decision of the health health directors of the CDC to um, to shut shut down the the community and I think those are the biggest things and in, in each of our we're in 11 states and 14 counties and and that's going to be important for everyone to do that so that we can 
we can actually play, and that includes students and faculty and staff and and the community members. So it's we're in this thing together, and and we've got to help um, conquer it together. And so that that's that'll be important for us to be able to do that. Well, Jim, we're all rooting for you guys. We hope you're able to play football this fall. We're, we hope that everybody stays uh, healthy out there in Columbia. We look forward to watching uh, Eli Drinkwitz lead the Tigers onto the field this fall, and we hope that we're able to do so consistently. Jim, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. All right. Thanks, guys. You got it. That's Jim Sterk joining us here on 101 ESPN.